Welcome to the Wild Leaders Podcast. In every episode, we dive into whole and intentional leader development topics with leader development experts, Dr. Rob McKenna, Dr. Daniel Halleck, and other experts in the leader development field. So enjoy listening in to this conversation on cutting edge leader development research and experience. Hey, so we are here with Wiley Cortez and the Wild Leaders executive team. And Wiley, just really excited to hear about your experience with Wild and the Wild Toolkit over the last year, year and a half. Before we jump into your journey and experience and working with your team, could you tell us a little bit more about Pricor? What do you do? What's the scope of your work and responsibility? And what do you do in the business? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Um, as, as, uh, Daniel said, my name is Wiley Cortez. I'm the sales director at Pricor Technologies. It's a site sewer rehabilitation, uh, and repair company based out of Seattle, Washington. <clears throat> and it's a business to business platform. So we work with all sorts of different, uh, plumbing service providers, as well as contractors to do exactly that rehabilitate sewer lines, primarily, uh, in the residential space, uh, but we do a little bit, I would say about 2% of our work is commercial. <clears throat> um, again, I oversee, I'm the sales director and I oversee roughly 12 estimators and they're all in different seasons of their sales development. So we have the entry level uh, tech clear up to a senior tech that has been doing it, you know, six, seven, 10 years or what have you. So yeah, that's just a little bit about Pricor and what we do. Yeah. I love it. And Wiley, you are the owners too. So I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, God. I also have some ownership in there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, okay. So <laughs> I- I'm curious for you. I mean, we've talked about this before, but yeah. uh, tell us about why you decided to work with Wild. Um, and use the wild toolkit for yourself, but also, I mean, your work, you, you've, you know, you're doing side sewer restoration. You've got a team of contractors and, and guys who quite literally roll up their sleeves and get dirty. Right. And so sometimes people assume that doing leader development, working with a process like this and a business like yours, it's, it's kind of uncommon, unfortunately. Uh, tell, Tell us more about for you, for both yourself and your team, what made you decide to work with to go wild? And will you go back to the, some of the relation, the weird relational connections too? That's also part of that. I know there's some interesting things in that too. Yeah, there there is. And uh, you know, I had a re- originally reached out to. Uh, well, I guess let me go even further back. So as soon as uh, quarantine hit for the first time back in uh, 2020, I believe it was March. Uh, I was listening to a podcast and it talked about uh, two people coming out of this quarantine. It was going to be the person that further developed themselves, was learned a new skill, um, or was just preparing to come out of that quarantine. And the other person was going to be the person that was sitting on the couch eating potato chips, playing video games. They were also going to be waiting till the end of the quarantine, but they were just going to walk, think that they were going to rock, walk back into um, the corporate sector without any further development. And that stuck with me for a couple of days, actually three days. Um, after the third day, when I woke up, I had this feeling and I reached out to an old mentor of mine and asked him to connect me with some developmental, uh, programs. 
and wild was one of them. So I had sat in on different, different, uh, uh, programs or leadership development, uh, spaces and the energy and the people, uh, not only that own and manage and operate wild, but the people that are in the wild space, all of the different entrepreneurs, all of the different, uh, well, all of the different spaces and sectors that there is in, in wild all over the world. That was amazing too, is seeing that people are tuning in from all over the world to a space like this and quickly chose wild. And after a few experiences of the wild experience, the Friday conversations and the changes that were happening in me were, it was just, it was, it wasn't just that it was wild. <laughs> so, and after I just continued to dig in and get challenged, basically I was being challenged from where I was to this new place and space. And after about three or four months, I started implementing some of the ways that wild talks with people, some of the strategies, some of the, um, you know, t remote technology was huge. And the way, the way wild was doing it was just cutting edge. It was mm -hmm. like, wow, they're doing it like this. So then I implemented that with our sales team and we started meeting regularly and I started taking bits and pieces of how the Friday conversations are ran. And here, here we are about a year and a half later and we have two regular Tuesday meetings, Tuesday wild conversations just within our group. Um, and they've changed the culture. They've transformed people just individually uh, and collectively. And one of the biggest things that I've taken away from uh, the development is that my development will increase their development, which in turn, the byproduct of that was or is them leading at a bigger capacity, but also in a pandemic year, our company had the most profitable revenue year, as well as the most uh, revenue generated within our organization. And I can only say and argue that that is because of the development of the people. And none of this development is driven by sales or numbers. It was all people development. It was all investing in who we are um, and why we're doing what we're doing and how we're doing it. So that has just been incredible. So for me, it's like, I want to continue to dig in and understand what is out there. How can I lead at a bigger capacity? Hmm. Man, I love that. And it's been amazing to watch your journey too. We've, we've now finished off a year of working with your team on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And I got to see firsthand in our last session, the ways that you approach your team and ask them questions and coach them and mentor them. Right. It was amazing to see. I thought, wow, Wiley is like one of our coaches. You just, <laughs> you, you showed up like an executive coach with, with your team. T right. Tell me more about what's changed in the ways that you work with and develop the leaders on your team today versus a couple of years ago? Because I know you've talked about, you've had, you, you've always met with your team, but the meetings look a lot different than they used to. They, they are. And uh, one of the biggest things, and Daniel, you taught me this, one of the biggest things is not, um, the, the best way I could describe it is not sit across the table, if you will, from the employer or the other leader, 
sit alongside with them and walk with them in their journey as they develop. And that has been uh, tremendous and significant in, in the change of not only me, but them as well, because they see me walking alongside of them, co-owner, sales director, whatever the title is, right? Leader, um, they see that. And that built a stronger relationship between the employee and myself, which now they want to go up to bat, so to speak, for me in a different way than they did before. And the other thing that I've learned with Wild is how important it is to ask questions. Because asking questions um, is something where they feel like they have a place and their feedback is important. And that answer to the question uh, sometimes is deeper than Pricor, the, the four walls of Pricor, right? It's, it's, uh, it gets personal. They talk about other relationships. They talk about struggles. Uh, the questions sometimes are very open-ended intentionally for that reason. But then when you get that response back, it's now the relationship has gotten deeper. So and, and I always, and let me see if I can remember this, this quote. So questions lead to answers and answers uh, determine how you lead your, your life or live your life rather. It's just something, you know, you ask them the question, they process it, they say it and they hear themselves say it. Now it's going to be a way that they, that they lead and they move. And that helps me engage with them. Uh, I'm a lot more intentional and I'm also involved with what they're doing. I'm happy to say that it's outside of the four walls of Pricor. Sometimes that's good or most of the time that's good, but sometimes it's bad too, because now you've built that relationship with them where they have something going on outside of outside of of the four walls of Pricor. You feel it. It's a little bit deeper because of the relationship that you've built. So what would you, what would you say Wiley to, a leader in an organization like yours who is who is listening to this and saying, man, I don't know. I think business is business and what's personal is personal and we ought to separate those things. And it's just, this is, I don't know about this, what Wiley's saying, where I've got a leader who now know, you know, where there's like business yeah. is business. And, or, or they're, but they're kind of trying to, they're not sure about that answer. They're like, what would you say to somebody about, the integration of that kind of that whole person into a business like Pricor, but somebody who's saying, I don't know. Yeah. Well, quite honestly, I was that person. <laughs> I was that person thinking, <laughs> I don't know about this. And as, as you evolve in your development or leadership um, and managerial skills, you, you understand that they're one and the same. Hmm. You are at Pricor. And when you have conversations, when you ask questions that sometimes those answers are or are personal. Sometimes they're, they're work-related. Most of the time, I think initially will be work-related, but ultimately that turns into uh, something that you can lead by and from because you understand that person. And when you understand how that person thinks, their calling, their purpose, their direction, their motivation, so much changes where when you're not asking those questions and you're just managing or leading, even if you're a good leader, but you're just leading from skill, you're going to hit a, a, a ceiling and the, and it's, and you're not leading to, to increase performance, if you will, like that's not my intention, but the performance will stop at some point if you're leading just for skill as opposed to development. 
possibly of that skill, but of the person as well. That's powerful. What have you, what have you learned about your own leader? One of the things that, that Daniel and I often describe is that most organizations that we're working with, the senior leader is participating in the process. And so it's beyond what's described as senior leader buy-in where it's like, I support whatever leader development efforts are going on in the business, but the leader's not actually doing it. Right. And, and one of the, and we almost go to the point where in most cases we require it and it's, it's, you know what I mean? Cause it's, yeah. it's so different. Yeah. As you've been involved in this own develop your own developmental process, what are some of, what are a couple of things that you've learned about yourself that are critical for you at this point in your life and leadership? One of the things that I've learned that um, I, I just felt like a conviction fall over me is when we talk about and I and I know these are two completely different things, but when we call when we talk about the calling and purpose, mm-hmm. um, I know they're two completely separate things, um, and then. I would go as far as saying my destiny. Uh, my One of the things I've learned that has helped me in my business, but I've been further developing, is that uh, my purpose is to help build and grow people. And originally, I thought that that was something that was going to be on this grandiose stage. We've, we've talked about it. Both, both We've had either a conversation all together or individually, but uh, that's originally what I thought. And after doing some reading, after understanding uh, what that looked like and still learning and understanding what that looks like is there's people in front of me right now that I could help build and grow. Hmm. So the conviction to do and have not only developed myself, but develop myself because I know that somebody else's uh, gift, purpose, or calling is depending on me developing myself. So they could further develop. So I don't want to limit or paralyze anybody, right? If I could continue to learn and you guys know myself, seen any one of those guys or, or girls, if I can help them get to where they need to be by me understanding who I am and what my purpose is, I'm going to keep, you know, my pedal to the metal and full throttle until they get to what they need to do. And then what I need to do. Because I, I wholeheartedly believe that's something that I'm convicted by. There is a reason that every human on this earth is placed on this earth. Mm. And and leading is how we're going to help people do that. By leading is how we're going to help people do that. So that's something that I've that I've that I've learned along with that. Uh, there's three, there's three major pillars in that. So to help build and grow. I need to be engaged. I need to be involved and I need to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Those three things are everyday staples for me. When I wake up in the morning, particularly with my team, but it, it falls, it spills all over into my community. It spills into my family. Uh, first, first and foremost in, into my family, into my spirituality. And of course my team, which you guys all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. I think that answers the question. Yeah, it does. It does. So, so flowing, flowing from that, Wiley, it's been it's been fun to work with your team again this over this last yeah. year. After yeah. a lot of the sessions, you'll you'll you've often sent me a note or give, given me a call and said, yeah. you know, we had this conversation as a team, and after the conversation, you know, we we hung up. And I got these text messages, these emails, yes. calls. Tell me about some of the things that you started to see in our seeing change in your team 
as they see themselves as leaders going through our whole and intentional leader development process? Man, the first thing I could think about is a lot of people, including myself at one point, didn't see myself as a leader. And that was one of the biggest things that going through this process, uh, a lot of people within the organization started understanding that their role is is a leader or that they are leaders. Whether they're giving that t- whether they're given that title or not, you're leading to some capacity no matter where you're at. And at Pricor, uh, yeah, several messages, several phone calls throughout the year long, right? It'd always be it'd always be a minimum of two, but in some cases when their brain started lighting up or firing off, it would be messages, you know, left and right. Uh, I think I sent you guys a message from our office manager, and she had described saying. Hey, I didn't realize that I was this. So I want to do things uh, basically to, to, I don't remember exactly what the message was, but she wanted to follow suit. Now that I understand that I'm a leader and I have a role um, within this company, I want to do what I can. I want to maximize that. So coincidentally, she's going to be in the next uh, wild experience along with my other two senior uh, sales leaders. So it's exciting. And I get messages like that from, from, you know, the breakout rooms, when we do the breakout rooms uh, on our, on our uh, monthly calls, people not understanding like, Hey man, I never thought I was a leader. I was like, well, then you point out different things that we either talked about or that you just know, like, Hey, these are characteristics. You're already leading. Now we've just basically affirmed you and let you know that you are. And here's why you've actually gone wild. You've not just been on the sidelines. You've been in the mix with yeah. your team. You, you've come, you come to Fridays on a regular basis, the wild conversation. You've been to our wild experience intensive, our two day twice. Mm-hmm. You joined our 10 month executive fellows program for that deeper seated leader education. What's your experience been like in the executive fellows program? And what would you say to the senior leader who's considering making that next level investment in themselves through that program? The, the words that come to mind in thinking about that is being prepared to go to the next level because going to the next level is never going to be a comfortable step. It's always going to be a step that's going to stretch you. It's going to uh, build you. And when you're stretching and you're building, sometimes there's challenges that you face, but those challenges and those um, that the stretching, when I'm going through the cohort, when I'm going through the wild experience, when I'm going through it, when I'm listening on the Fridays, what I think about is how that's impacting the people that I influence and not only myself, it's further developing me, it's stretching me, but then also the, the impact that it has for those around, around me. And to answer your question, Daniel, the senior leader, the executive, the the co-owner or the owner of a business will see an immense impact in, in their business, not only in themselves, first themselves, but then the impact that they're going to have with the further development that they're taking on by any one of those programs you mentioned. The Wild Fridays has plenty of content that you can basically surf on all week and and distribute to 
other executive leaders within your organizations. Then you do the wild experience. I think you described it as going deeper into the pool, right? You, you, you jump into the pool on a wild Friday. Now you're going into the, the deep area and now you're in basically the ocean with the cohort. At least that's how I felt. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the deeper you go, um, the more levels that you're climbing, which in turn for me has been a benefit, just a tremendous benefit. Again, not only to myself, but to the people around me and, and specifically to Brightcore Technologies, our, our excavation company. So I would say to the senior leader, the, the care and the care that you have for your team will be shown by the involvement that you have in developing not only yourself, but them as well. Because we will always be capped at the development that we have in real time right now, right? I'm only able to teach my team what I already know. Once I teach them everything, it's over. I have to continue. So I would just, that's what I would say to the senior leader. I love that. It's just, yeah, it's such a great description. I was, so one of the things, and I'd love for you to just give your honest answer to this, why I like you wouldn't or something, but is that the executive fellows program, it is, it is designed for what you described. Like we will not, we will, we, we will not deny a leader the opportunity to go deeper. You know what I mean? Like, and and I think one of the things that you've talked to me about is like, so Daniel and I did our whole education in this whole space. And we were like, we provide that level of education to leaders who are on the go, who yeah. many of whom have been out of school for a long time. Um, but we, we're not going to deny that. We're going to have them go. We're not going to have them read just the most popular books. We're going to have them read the tough stuff yeah. that really yeah. is some of the research behind what, what whole leader development's about, like from the past few decades. Um, and the writing part, like I, every person in the executive fellows program, you know, these are amazing <laughs> people, people like you, dynamic, bring um, yeah. great brain and all that, but it's intimidating. Yeah, and I was curious about kind of what you would say to somebody who's thinking like, oh, man, I feel like a complete imposter to jump into that. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, to them? I, I feel and, and I think you told me this, Rob, when when I was feeling that way, because there was some hesitation, is that feeling is exactly why you should attend the cohort. <laughs> and it is deep and you are reading the material. It did take me into deeper waters. I did feel like I was in the ocean, but I quickly grasped, you know, or I guess I shouldn't say quickly. The first cohort was three days. And by the third day, I felt like somebody had thrown, you know, a, a, a safety vest to me. and was like, okay, you got this. You're going to stay up above water. And, um, but I loved it yeah. because I had my mind thinking. I had so many other things on my mind on why I was there. Yeah on why I was there, not because I was there, which again, goes back to family. It goes back to community. It goes back to my, you know, uh, the employees, uh, my senior leaders, what can I take away from here to not only build myself, but to help them grow. Mm -hmm. And so much to take away from there. So much to take away from, from the cohort cohort. Mm -hmm. And then the, the amazing people that you get to interact with, and, and I don't say that just because it sounds awesome. There is some awesome people that you get to interact with there um, on that, in that space from all over the world, going through all sorts of different things. That's what I would respond to that. Right. So, I, so that's amazing. Daniel, I got two other questions. Can I lay them out there? Absolutely. So, 
So one, Wiley, is um, I wonder if you would speak to the toolkit because it's uh, while, you know, we we are architects of these spaces and we value mm -hmm. that deeply in what we do and providing that kind of value, whether it's virtual or face-to-face. -face. Um, but we also know that the toolkit is the, is the fundamental scaffolding for those conversations. Right. So you can imagine what it would be like if you would remove that whole that structure and scaffolding of these developmental assessments from the process. Mm -hmm. And I know it covers, we cover the whole gamut, right? We cover like taking all that research on the preparation of a whole leader from decades and put it into a package where a leader could consume that in a personal kind of way. Right. Can you speak to that, that, that structure and scaffolding for in your own development, the development <clears throat> of your team? And we know that we've walked with you like the first year is like mo most people have never experienced that level of intentionality. Right. And so I'm just right. curious about your thoughts on the toolkit is that fundamental kind of backbone of what we did. Yeah. It, what I like, what I like about it is that it's, it's, although it is involved, every, every kit is involved, meaning the response and the time that you have to, or the time that you reflect while you're doing that, at least for me, it was, uh, but the way it's set up, how you unpack it basically in a month, right? So you fill it out if you're doing the one-on-one -on -one, and then unpack it. And then the next month you go on to the next one, so forth and so on. And for me, the way I process things that really helped me, and it's exactly that it's a scaffold. So I was building as I was going again, just the foundation was being set and it was a, it was a ladder up to the last one. And then by the end of year one, how, how you are more self-aware, you're confident because you have more of an idea of what that purpose and calling is, how you interact with people, mm. how they perceive you. So there was a lot of information or there is a lot of information that you get just in year one. I'm excited for year two to go back through that and understand, okay, this is where I was last year. Now with the development that I have, how do I see this? Yeah, exactly. How do I it's see this awesome. toolkit now? So yeah. it's, it's the way is laid out or it's laid out is a perfect way for somebody like myself that's on the go, has multiple things going, has a team that they're leading, has a company that they're growing. It's, it's perfect. It's not a crash course leader development. I think you coined the phrase airport seminar, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I've gone to plenty of those and you take, you know, they're maybe they're half day things and you take away a 15 minute nugget with no follow or execution with what wild does. It stays with you um, through the whole year, uh, or, and, you know, it's supplemented by different things. The CEO roundtable is supplemented by the Friday conversations. It's supplemented by the wild experience. So you can always be involved in the development. And again, it's, it's next level. It's not for the person that's looking to get out of, Oh man, you know what? I could spend take a couple hours off of work and go do this. You're, you're probably, if you do, you're going to get something out of it, but that's not what this is, right? The guy that thinks or a person that's going to think they're jumping on there and going to listen to an hour seminar. No, it's, it's going, it's uh, engagement. It's sharing, it's yeah. building, it's being built through the whole process. So, yeah. That's great. That's, that's, I love hearing that. Um, so one, I, have, I have one other question and Daniel, it's, it's that's uh, the third question. You said you had two. No, no, that was okay. I said I had two more. Um, so here, this one, this one might be a little bit. So it's slightly off road, 
But I Let's think what, what's been interesting for us is that many, 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 like the norm of leaders is that we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Is that the norm of leaders within our sphere is that they are actually multivocational. Mm-hmm. So they are, they feel a sense. And it's funny because I think they think the norm is that everyone has one job. Right. But it's like so many of the leaders that we work with, including the leaders that you co-own with, you know, it's like yeah. have these, yeah. uh, these, when I say multivocational, I mean, they are called to multiple things in their lives, maybe mm-hmm. with a primary call to serve in the business that is the, you know, is the fundamental or the base of that. But, um, but you have that as well. Right. It's, it's, uh, and I just wondered if you would speak to what it's like uh, in terms, I don't know what the right question is, Daniel, but it's, it's uh, in terms of the, the kind of the tapestry, if you will, if we go like yeah. metaphorical uh, yeah. tapestry of what's being woven, weaved or woven together in your life across family, across these multiple things that you feel called to, including, you know, um, some of the brands that you manage and, and as well right. as Pricor. What's going on there at that intersection that is awesome right now? <laughs> related to your whole development as a leader. Yeah. I I believe that it's all, the intersection of all of them. The the root of it goes back to the understanding or the beginning of understanding what my what my calling is, what my purpose is. With all of them and if if I could rattle them off like Make Moves Monday, the the uh live podcast that's helping build. It's equipping people. It's encouraging people, which is part of who I believe I'm called to be. And the people that I bring on there are doing that. Uh, the statement for the clothing line, make moves, not statements. Same thing, right? Building people. And I didn't realize that at first. It took a lot of different things coming together, going through this process, understanding who I am, my awareness, my confidence, my foundation, so many different things. Um, Pricor, the building and growing, specifically the sales team, but just the company in general, it, it's all intertwined. And I'm fascinated by that. Even, even though I'm the one doing it, I'm fascinated that there is an intersection for all that. So that was something that was uh, a light went off, if you will while going through this process that that is all tied together. There is a greater purpose. There is a calling over my life. And this is how I'm pursuing that. Phenomenal. And I, I, I'm just gonna, I got to give a shout out to these things because they are awesome. The first thing you said is make moves Monday. So checking that out on, on including Instagram has been really cool to see the leaders you're interacting with make moves, not statements. I love the branding (laughs) stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. clothing line it's just really yeah. cool, wildly. and then lastly Pricor yeah. technologies is like i i have personal this is so the way that, that Pricor helped out my mother-in-law is yeah. another story so yeah. it's like seriously when you it's like these are real-time needs that we have so anyway I'm yeah all yeah. that thank you and just i like i mean what i've um been involved with and uh, my development, you know, from the outside looking in, uh, you know, I can only imagine it looks a certain way, but just me experiencing that and having your wife tell you that, your your co-owner tell you, your business partner, your own leadership team 
I mean, you guys have heard my own leadership team. Sometimes I like, I was so moved in one of the last meetings that some people or that people think of you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that development has been a long journey. And just within the last couple of years, it has just been um, accelerated. So, you know, the wild program was instrumental, if not led that development for me and the change or byproduct of that has been, I mean, it's invaluable. It truly is invaluable. You know, I love hearing that Wiley because it's been amazing to see people on your team who were on your team three years ago, yeah. left the business, yes. came back, and they say, Wiley's a different Wiley, and it's a different product. Yeah, yeah. And, and to hear them talk about their development and growth, you yeah. might be the only excavation company that helps people dig into their own development as leaders. <laughs> Come on. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, We're doing exactly. I love that. Everywhere. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, you hear them say that about you and it's like, well done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's been great. It's been great. So then Wiley, what would you say to someone to the leader who is considering using the wild toolkit or working with the wild leaders team, getting involved in our ecosystem of education? If somebody's considering working with wild, if they want to go wild, what would you say to that leader? I would say that, well, in my experience, I, if, and I don't know if I was, um, I don't know if the way we did it was the same as everybody else, but I had a conversation with you first, which was, it was, um, there was a lot of energy, good vibes, a good connection, uh, which led to the Friday conversation. It was almost a progressive thing for me. Uh, I didn't go into a cohort first, or I didn't go to a wild experience first. It was a conversation with you guys that led to a Friday conversation. And I think Friday conversations for like six or seven months, maybe even a year of just tuning in, really understanding what, or having an idea of what the wild experience or the wild leaders is, and then progressing to the wild experience going on to the, to the cohort. Um, but I would, I would strongly suggest that the leader, <clears throat> have a conversation with you guys and then check out the wild Fridays and those wild Fridays are going to give you a tiny glimpse of what could potentially happen in joining, you know, a wild experience or a cohort Um, because that's what it's done for me. That is, that is experience talking. The wild Fridays just basically peel one little layer back, but then when you jump in, get ready. (laughs) Next level is an understatement. (laughs) <laughs> that's good that's good i love it thank yeah. you for, for diving all in and, and i love that you're you're in the ocean and i think year two is gonna take you further from the shore so. yeah yeah 